Eagle Nation, you're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. All right, Eagle Nation, thank you for downloading this episode of Gotta Talk. Uh, Matt here with you, and, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody, um, wherever you're listening to this, however you're listening to this, um, and uh, and whenever you're listening to this. Um, you know, thanks uh, thanks for listening. We hope you had a good uh, Thanksgiving or will have a good Thanksgiving, spend time uh, with friends and family, and we hope that uh, we wish everybody safe travels as well um, wherever uh, this this holiday takes you, and, uh, and hopefully, Cody, um, after this holiday, uh, you know, after after Black Friday, people will be headed uh, towards Statesboro, Georgia, uh, for this huge matchup against that team from Atlanta. Um, uh, Georgia Southern coming off of a uh, a tough loss, thirty eight to thirty three, against Arkansas State. We'll certainly talk about that, but huge game uh, with a still a, a ton to play for, a lot of implications um, this Saturday um, at Paulson Stadium, and, and hoping for a big crowd there. Yeah, definitely. And we'll get into kind of what all the implications are for this game coming up. Obviously, the rivalry is a big part of it, but there's a lot of little things that um, some may overlook. And we tend to uh, we'll try to hit all of it as best we can. Um, but yes, after all the Thanksgiving festivities and spending time with friends and family, uh, definitely make your way back to uh, Statesboro because we're going to need a huge crowd. They already have, I think, uh, the uh, three or four fake uh Georgia Perimeter College accounts that they got out there saying that they're going to try to take over our stadium, which we all know is a bunch of baloney. Um, but we need as big a crowd as we can, get this place rocking, send these seniors off with the bang like they deserve, um, with all the adversity and, tra- and tragedy and all the highs and lows that they've been through. They definitely deserve at least one last good um, stadium filled, full of fans, f- all rowdy, all trying to get them to get to that seventh win and really kind of secure our bowl spot yeah that's right so sitting at uh six and five right now uh four and three in the conference um so obviously getting two seven wins uh that all but guarantees us a, a bowl spot where obviously nothing's guaranteed right now while we're eligible nothing's guaranteed at at, at six wins now the way it's looking um, you know, uh, un, uh, you know, barring a uh, huge upset of um, of Troy being App State, um, or uh, I guess ULM winning, um, and and uh, upsetting uh, Louisiana, uh, you know, it, it it looks like you know we're kind of safe there. But again, you never want to think that you you want to go in, you want to get this win. Go two and zero over your your arch rivals this season. Um, get to that seventh win again. Pretty much guarantee um, a, a bowl spot, um, and also you know cinch up the the second um, the second spot in in the Sun Belt East, which obviously is you know fall short of our goal um, of, of of winning the East and and getting a spot in that Sun Belt Championship game. But um, still, you know it, we we lose this game, and all of a sudden you fall to uh what uh, fourth i guess right or or third well yeah well it depends on what troy does yeah. so if troy wins and we lose then we're fourth um and we're then six and six with troy and i mean with six eligible bowl teams for five bowl spots and it gets kind of murky as to whether or not you know we get to go or troy or how that is going to shake out um so the, i mean that's that's kind of what we're kind of hitting at earlier in the show is that you know not only is it you know, where you finish in your division. It's also, you know, 
possibility of not making a bowl if if Troy wins and we lose. Um, there's a lot to play for outside of just beating your rival in this game. Yeah. So let's uh, let's spend a little bit of time here uh, talking about that Ark State game. Obviously, a tough uh, pill to swallow there. Again, 38 to 33 was the final um, from Jonesboro and. Cody obviously did not get off to a good start. Uh, you know, Arkansas State, you know, throughout uh, that, that first quarter after, you know, we we stopped them on, on fourth down on that first drive. We come down, uh, get a field goal, probably should have got a touchdown there. I didn't, but you still felt kind of good about it. And then just, you know, the, the wheels fell off. <laughs> um, you know, they, they – they uh, hit, you know, big play after big play, um, and then, you know, before you know it, um, they're up, you know, several scores. Uh, they're, uh, you know, at one point thirty-five uh, to ten. Um, you know, we make it thirty-five nineteen um, before the half. You know, uh, you have, you know, the long shy works run sets you up there on the three again disappointing we have four plays uh can't get it in but then we get the safety um we get the two points there then get a touchdown um and and make it uh 35 to 19 and that that huge second half comeback um obviously coming up short um you know no moral victories uh you know to talk about um but you know it it is worth noting the the resiliency of this team and and you know the fact uh, that uh, d- despite what some people might say, you know, this team does not quit. No, no quitters here, Matt, for sure. Um, this game was very interesting. Outside of an eight-minute game span, game time span, you know, between the first, really the end of the first and, and the beginning of that second quarter, we really kind of outplayed them. Um, we made some kind of mental and mistakes and just kind of, we just really played terrible football there to kind of end that first quarter and, and start off that second quarter. And before we knew it, we were way down in a hole that we about nearly climbed out of, to be honest with you. He came up just a couple inches short. Um, but I think that's the frustrating part. I went back and rewatched the game today, and I think that's just that's the thing that just kind of irritates – or not really irritates. I don't – irritates not the, the, the best word – but is just so, I guess, gut-wrenching about this is because I think if you – we typically don't make those kind of mistakes, at least not um, with the fumbles and with the inadvertent, you know, running to the kicker or running to the, the punt returner there mm-hmm. and kind of giving them these short fields for them to kind of really just set up for easy scores for Arkansas State. And, um, I mean, I, it's just it's just frustrating, Matt. It just is. Um because especially with the heart and resilience and really how well the defense played in the second half, you're just like, man, yeah, if we you could see just it. For, and, and well, yeah. right, four quarters, like we talk about all the time. And, and yeah, I mean, it, I think, you know, I was, I was thinking kind of afterwards that, I mean, obviously losing stinks no matter how you look at it, but I mean, sometimes these type of games, you know, stink worse, you know, than, than just getting blown out. I mean, at least like Troy, we talked about, obviously that, that was a six point game at one point um, in the fourth quarter. Um, and then again, the wheels just kind of fell off and they ended up running away with it. This one, we were, you know, in the deep hole, uh, never quit, kept battling back. It, it certainly wasn't pretty at times, but you know, we, we, we were getting it done. And like you said, just, you know, two inches away from where converting that, that fourth down play and, and honestly, I, I felt like if 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 he had converted that, we probably win that game. I think so too. Um, I mean, we obviously we had all the momentum in our favor at that point. Um, I think they would have been like, man, there's just nothing that we can do to really stop this guy. Because Shy Wirtz, I mean, you're talking about a, a a man who carried a team on his back. 
he did that. Yeah, he was yeah. bruised and he was bruised and beaten through that game. I mean, you you I mean, you you've certainly seen that kind of effort from Eagle quarterbacks of the past. Uh, you know, Jason Foster comes to mind, and um, you know, um, Jarrett McKinnon. Ellison, you know, uh, McKinnon, Ellison, yeah, sure. And um, but I mean that that was one of those type of efforts, you know, where where he just kept getting hit, you know, uh, hit after hit, and kept bouncing yeah, up. and and not really legal hits either. Um, it kind of looks almost maybe I don't want to say intentional because you don't want to throw out that kind of word. Well, he got kicked yeah. in the head early in the yeah I mean, <laughs> in the first quarter. I think and from everything that I've heard about Blake Anderson, he seems to be a stand-up guy. So I don't want to sit there and say that he's the kind of coach that's telling his players to intentionally hurt the star player of the opposing team. But sure. you know, actions speak louder than words, and it, it, it kind of looked like they were—I don't want to say headhunting—but it kind of looked like they were trying to knock him out of the game for sure. Yeah, well, they're a highly penalized team. We knew that coming in. Um, you know, they had uh, seven penalties for for eighty yards. Um, you know, they had that one driver. They basically marched us down the field, field just on a lot of those extracurricular uh, penalties. You know, and um, so you know that that certainly helped. But again, uh, you know, someone's taking the uh, the the brunt of that punishment too. So, um, but yeah, can't can't say enough. Uh, you know, about Wirtz and and, and his effort. Um, you know, and again, just coming up, um, coming up short, but as, you know, stat wise, you know, we had more yards than them, uh, 474 to 445. Um, obviously, uh, much more, uh, rushing, uh, came, uh, just shy of th- hitting our 300 mark at, at 292. Um, and, uh, again, you know, words having, uh, uh, you know, a pretty good passing day, 15 for 26 for 182 yards. Yeah, I mean, you can't say enough about his will to win, and um, you could really see just how badly he wanted it. I know on the on the miss like uh, touchdown throw from from Caleb Hood, you kind of saw the little frustration come out at the end of that play. But you know they let it go, and and he, I mean, man, the way that he played, it's like we deserve to at least win just on that alone. Um, I, I mean, like I said. I don't like the 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 outcome. Obviously, it's you know a loss is a loss and it sucks. But my goodness, the performance that he had in this game was just admirable. It's just a fantastic performance, and uh, I mean, we get uh, hopefully two more games and then his senior year next year this, to to really enjoy his talents that he has at this position. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from uh, from Tyler Bass. I said that uh, uh, words accounted for for all of those passing <laughs> yards. He actually accounted for uh, 175 of those passing yards. Seven uh, was on Tyler Bass, who was a perfect one for one <laughs> on, uh, on 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 that beautiful uh, trick it's play. Just, there. Does he have a, per- a perfect QBR? <laughs> he has a yeah. He does. He does. Hundred yeah. Hundred for the game. So, um, but yeah. So 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 definitely don't want to take anything away from him. Um, and, uh, and Anthony Beck, uh, you know, the punter for, for coming up and, and, and wrestling that ball away from the defender, um, coming down with that to keep that drive alive. That was, uh, you know, maybe not the, the, the prettiest of, uh, of trick no, plays, but I it worked. Think all of us had the same kind of reaction to it as we were watching that play, like, holy, and, you know, pick whatever word you want to use, verb, adjective, now, whatever you want to put there. Um, and then it was like. It worked. <laughs> it was like, all right, here we go. Um, and and really, and, and that was kind of you know, 
that was kind of how the whole game was, right? I mean, especially well, at least in like that second half, you had a lot of those moments where it was like, well, that you know, that that could have been a little more, you know, a little bit more polished, but exactly, we'll take it. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> so, um, and again, you know, coming up short, so so no moral victories, but you you like to see that fight, and you know, again, if if you can put some of that stuff together, um hopefully for four quarters, but even, you know, for three complete quarters, you, you got to, uh, you know, like our chances, um, you know, in that game and in most games. Um, so, you know, with, you know, going in to this Georgia state game, um, Cody, you know, what, oh, actually, well, let, let's, let's talk about injuries, you know, first. So obviously that, that played a key uh, part in this as well. You know, we learned that JD King was going to be out, um, you know, b- before the game. That obviously hurt. I, you know, I think, uh, you know, he obviously coming off of a, of a huge 100-plus um, uh, yard game the week before against ULM. And just, you know, yes, like how, how hard he runs and, and, and getting yards after initial contact is, is, is huge. And he's kind of been that workhorse for us, um, especially with, with Logan, Logan Wright going down um, early in the season. Um, but also, you know, his blocking ability, which has gotten better, you know, uh, game in and game out. So I, I think we really lost that. And I, I think if, you know, you can always talk in what if scenarios, but I think this is a, a different game and possibly a different outcome. If, if Jay I King's agree. And also I think it's, um, we missed CJ Wright. CJ Wright didn't make it to the game either. Um, right. so yep. you're talking about two big, important players on each side of the ball that, if both of them are there, I think this game is different. You know, C.J. Wright is a great guy that can disrupt offensive lines, um, and we've seen that obviously in the year plus that he's been here. Uh, you know, missing his presence, missing that rotation piece in on the on the defensive line, I think hurt. You know, obviously uh, quite a bit. Um, but to get back to your point with King, yeah, he just came off his best performance of the year. You're looking to kind of keep that momentum rolling. Uh, you're going up against a team that statistically wise didn't look very good either running or you know against a pass either or and you were kind of hoping that he could even build on that and and continue this kind of impressive improving march that he had to the end of the season Um, but hopefully we'll get him back for Georgia State I think everything as of now appears that he's going to play on Saturday uh, which will be great because that'll be a great, you know. Obviously, him being in there would be a, a big boost to the running backs for for sure. For sure, yeah. So, uh, Coach Lunsford in his um, coaching show that he does on Monday nights um, from uh, Eagle Creek Brewing, uh, he had said that it looks like King will be ready, um, as well as offensive lineman uh, Jared Leeds, who has been out, you know, a, a couple weeks, and obviously that that injury depleted. Um, offensive line, which we've talked about all all year, um, you know, and then losing another guy who, you know, I, I guess was backup and then became a starter, and then you just you there there is no depth, you know. I, I think someone asked a question on that coaching show of of do you think about like rotating guys in, and and Lunsford said we don't have yeah, guys to rotate, no. <laughs> you know. So um, it would be great, you know. Obviously, it's going to be great um, getting King back, but 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 certainly getting Jared Leeds back as well um, because we need all the help. Yeah, and he also said in that same show that that he looks out there at times and he sees the scout team o-line which is i mean yeah is 
Yeah, it's it telling. Is. It's telling because because I mean for I mean in in what I love about Coach Lunsford and we've talked about before. I mean he's he's pretty candid. I mean every now and then you'll get some coach speak out of him, but but he's pretty candid, especially on that coach's show. I think he's a little bit more relaxed. Certainly in his press conference, he's a little more you know kind of buttoned up. Um, but you know yeah, I mean saying something like that that's that's about as candid as it gets, right? I mean obviously he he preferenced it with I'm I'm not trying to put any yeah. bite down, <laughs> you know, kind of like kind of like with a back like a backhanded <laughs> couple of it, but like you know, um, but uh, think you about know, that for a second with our quote unquote scout team O line, we nearly produce 500 yards of offense. Yeah, I know. I I mean yeah, just let's just kind of like I know a lot of people are kind of frustrated, you know over the offensive general and we've kind of gone over this as to why you probably shouldn't be but just think about that the the scout team o-line for the most part led our offense to have was have 500 yards of of yards in this game yeah, yeah the, the 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 o-line that should be and to, you know to put it put it in perspective for people the o-line that should be replicating like the the opposing teams offensive line right so i mean i mean i mean honestly that's 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 what the scout team you know o-line is there for so so they're there to replicate the arkansas state line or the troy line or you know these lines are going to be pass blocking and things like that and which is maybe who knows maybe that's why we're passing more but um but you know i mean that's that's what they're used to doing so yeah you're throwing them in there and you know you're not going to get a a super sophisticated playbook um because you know they're going to be limited on you know their blocking assignments and what they're capable of and and it's you know while it looked like we might have had you know with the early injuries some consistency then we just have more injuries that piled on so we can't I mean we're we're rotating guys in um, not by choice, yeah. but by need because of these injuries. So th- there hasn't been, and that's what Lunsford said. If he had it his way, you know, he would have five consistent guys, maybe six, that 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 just stays, you know, fairly consistent throughout the season. Um, and we haven't well, been able. Yeah, to do and that. you know, this gets back to another point too that we haven't been the the most consistent at recruiting offensive linemen. Um, over the past, I mean, last recruiting class we did, I think we got like five or six in here. Um, but you go yep. back to Summers' classes, and I think the first class that Lunsford had, there wouldn't didn't really seem to be a big focus on the offensive line. Um, and I think this is kind of where it hurts. You know, unfortunately, you have this season where that injury bug really took effect here on that position group, and you know, thinness is is hitting us right here um, at the end of this season. So I hope that this is something that going forward we start to kind of build up. Um, with recruiting and that we kind of build that depth there so that, you know, in the unlikely or in the unfortunate event that this happens again, at least we have significant depth there to where we're not like literally putting the scout team O-line out there to play these games. Right. Yeah, get get to a situation where it's kind of like running backs where, I mean, you have, you know, Logan Wright obviously go down. We obviously lost the two uh, uh, running backs, sorry, running backs from last year. Logan Wright's going to be kind of the the bell cow. He you know goes down. Um, you've got Wesley Kennedy, you know, uh, having the suspension but coming back. 
um, and then and then King steps up. But then you know with King out uh, with injury in this game, uh, you had you know Green step in, and you know LaRoche La also got hurt. So that that was you know so so you're seeing it with the running back core too. But we've got those guys that can be that next man up where you know we're not really on the scout team yeah. running back <laughs> you know uh, we are on the scout yeah. team offensive line so so you know we need to get closer obviously running backs always going to be with the nature of what we do um you know important to have that depth but uh, you know honestly offensive line should be right up there with yeah it. exactly and you know I just was thinking about this now you know we haven't played a game all season where we were really playing 100% healthy and with our complete like asset of weapons right I don't think we've ever had a full game in which we had Kennedy shy Logan Wright JD King outside of maybe what South Alabama but that's when Logan Wright went down halfway through that game so I mean we haven't played a, a game like this you know full strength at all this season and you know here we are a chance to go seven and five and almost had a chance to beat a Big Ten team that has a really good shot of of playing against Ohio State probably, or no, will play against Ohio State if they win in their champion yeah. conference yep. championship game. You know, he did knock off the number. What, what are they ranked? What's that ranked now? Twentieth, twenty second, something like that in the country now. Twenty second, I and, think. Yeah. Uh, it's just you know, it's frustrating because it's like all the what ifs. What if we were injured? What if we didn't have suspensions? What if we didn't have all the turmoil that happened? Yeah, off it's the hard field? not to think in that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard not to think of that mindset too. I mean, you know, we can sit here and say you can't you can't say what if, so you can't live in the you know moral victories and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it, it, it's it's hard. Well, we not, can. We're fans. Not to. I mean, with. We we can yeah you're right you're right um uh so yeah we 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 have that privilege <laughs> and um and it's it's but but yeah I mean just with with everything that's happened again like I, I you know J D King plays we probably win that game I don't know you know I um C J Wright if he plays you know maybe we get you know some some more stops there and you know in in the in the first half um and it's not you know as uh as insurmountable of a lead as as it was you know and so i mean that that, that kind of stuff but really the offensive line because i mean obviously every we, we talk about everything uh runs through that um literally and uh you know with with great great point, point. great point. so <laughs> with 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 you know as depleted as has been and <clears throat> with the lack of consistency um, it's just, I mean, it's killed us. It really has. I mean, you saw us kind of abandon the dive play and, and run, you know, um, the, you know, the outside pitch time after time, um, against, uh, Arkansas state. And, and then obviously, you know, on, on those passing plays, I mean, you can, you can argue on, on a few of those, maybe Wirtz needs to scramble a little bit more, get out of the pocket, um, and also maybe get the ball, you know, uh, get rid of the ball faster, um, in some of those situations. But, um, you know, that's, uh, we talked about it before, you know, that's hard for this offensive line, even if it is a scout team and, and they, they try to replicate, you know, passing offenses that they're not they're not really built to, to to pass block that much i mean we're getting in these situations where we're playing from behind it's just really hard for them it is and i have to you know we have to give arkansas state credit right they they have kind of changed their defense halfway through the season to more of a three two like dime package with six defensive backs they've been playing that i think pretty much consistently for like the last three or four games because yeah, you talk about injury they depleted did, and they lost a ton yeah of people on that's defense. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, 
everybody kind of thought that's what they were going to be running when they came into this game, and all of a sudden they come down as a four-man front. They have pretty much, it looked like almost like a 4-4 with a single high safety and man on the corners pretty much is what it looked like, um, where there was consistently at least eight to nine guys in the box um, every play until we started going four wide receivers and going more high-tempo stuff, which... Um, I, what did you think about that? I kind of like to see the, a little bit us, more of that us stuff. Going up tempo, yeah. No, I yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I I'd like Forrest obviously to do it when it's not like in desperation. It was it was kind of funny when when we kind of, you know, those last couple drives. You know, everybody was yelling at their TVs to 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 get in the hurry up and have yeah. a little more sense of urgency. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see us maybe do it a little bit earlier. Um, you know, when we're not. Uh, down a lot and, and, yeah. and you know th- throw teams off because I mean I, I've I've talked about it. I mean obviously like it it is important to be you know I use like the basketball analogy of like a half court team to everybody's fast break um, you know because it does slow things down and, and you kind of move the momentum closer to you but at the same time yeah fight fire with fire um, give them a taste of their own medicine and you know especially I mean if you see it's working and, and when you get guys like JD King back in there who can just pound it down their throat keep doing it and you know don't take 20 seconds you know 25 seconds in between snaps you know get up to the line do it again get them when they're not fully set um, and, and, you know, maybe you get that extra yard or two, um, where you're not in a, a you know, a, a third and short or a fourth and uh, short scenario. Yeah. I was, I was thinking kind of along those lines, like, right. Like after that big Kennedy run to start off the game, right. Where he goes like 70 something mm-hmm. yards and we're got a first and goal situation. I'm like, man, why don't we just run up to the line? No substitutions. Cause obviously if the offense is a substitute. The defense can't substitute or not. I shouldn't say they can't, but. You know, if they do, they probably get caught with either too many men on the field or a whole bunch of confusions. They get burned out, right. yada yada yada. But run down there, don't substitute. Line up a quick play as soon as the referee sets the ball, and just go. Whether it's a dive play, if you just want to have like have like two options, right? You, you know, you, let's say anything greater than like a thirty yard play, you already have like option one, option two, and you can yeah, just like a like a down there like a fade, shot, right, like a fade, a fade route yeah. pass or like a dive up the middle or something, and then he yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, exactly, in shy, and you sell it shy. All right, you call it out however you best fee, see fit, and let's say you have like option one's dive, option two is pitch, option three is a a, a fade to um. Mashad right. or Anderson or whoever, you know, it's just something that everybody kind of knows the basics. They all know how to set up. It's as soon as the ball is set and everybody's set, go. Yeah. And it's just like, boom. And if it gets stopped, fine. Take your 30 seconds and, and huddle up and do it. But, you know, just kind of like just see if we can just build on that momentum. You know, it may not work. But at the same time, I think it would be a, a change of pace to how things kind of well, right. At offense. the same time as, as, you know, laying, you know, milk in the clock for another 25 seconds, everybody getting set on both sides and then you run a dive out the middle for no gain. Is that, is that really that much better? You know, so like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I think ta- taking an advantage of, you know, those, those home run plays, a tired yeah, defense, right. a defense that's confused, yeah. a defense that's not going to be, you know, if, what are they going to do, burn a timeout? Well, great. Now they've wasted a timeout that they can't use later on when they probably actually exactly. need it. I mean, every, you know, everybody or, thinks of like a up-tempo offense being like, you know, an LSU or, or what we saw against Troy where, you know. No, it could be it strategic. Can be, it could be strategic. Times. And yeah, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, drive in and drive out. It also doesn't have to be, a, you know, a pass-heavy team. It, you you could have an up-tempo offense uh, with a run-heavy team. 
And, um, you know, so, I mean, that usually when you see it, it is like the LSUs where you get up the line, you're throwing screen passes, you're throwing, uh, you know, quick slants and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, you know, with, with us, yeah, I mean, and go and, 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 you know, slam it down their throat um, when they're not fully set or when they don't have time to, you know, check and call audible, you know, defensive audibles and, um, you know, uh, disguise their, their blitz packages and things like that, you know, where they, they have to run the same, you know, uh, defensive play that they did the the, the play before. Yeah, same. Right. Yeah, same. Pretty much same base yeah, defense. Exactly. You know. So, all right. There's there's our there's our coaching That's tip, it. coach. The best there if you're you listening. <laughs> we phoned it in. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's it. it. We've we've solved all, all right. your offensive problems. You're gonna you're gonna retire here there at Statesboro. <laughs> we'll send you we'll send you our invoice. Um, <laughs> so I guess I guess let's move uh, let's move to a preview of uh, of this uh, of this game against uh, Atlanta Commuter College. So Georgia Georgia perimeter. perimeter. Um, <laughs> We have 17 campuses and no one cares about football. Um, so with this game, in, in all seriousness, I mean, this team is 7-4. and four. Um, They're 4-3 and three, uh, in the conference. Um, they, you know, pretty much have already locked down a bowl, like we said. I mean, you know, the seven wins, even if they lose this one, even if they lose it big to us, um, they, they're probably getting in somewhere. You know, they might be shipped out to Arizona, but they're getting a bowl. Um, with, you know, we, we talked at the beginning of the show that there's still a lot to play for. Obviously the, the biggest role, um, of, uh, you know, of the team and, and the whole mantra of, of good to great, you know, as Lunsford said, time after time, it's not about wins and losses. It's, it's, it's mainly about, you know, win the division, winning the Sunbelt conference that's out the window now. Um, however, you still want to get to seven wins, um, you know, finish the season on a high note, go two and zero against your rival, against your rivals, um, send seventeen seniors out uh, with you know w- with a huge win in their last game in front of a home crowd at Paulson Stadium, um, and frankly beat this Georgia Premier College school um, that that has has owned you in your own stadium. I mean, they are two and zero against us, and and we all know the reasons, kind of of of, of why that is. Um, but again, talking about you know that, that that's not we we can't have excuses there. So um, you know they they own the series right now, um, and they've uh, got uh, and and they're undefeated against us um, in Paulson, and and you know that's that's inexcusable and and we have to correct that um come saturday yeah very inexcusable um in fact the the road or the home team is what one and five one yep. and four one yep. and four um in this series with the only home team when it was in 2016 against uh when summers was coaching right. obviously um yeah very inexcusable uh, go back to 2015 and the wheels fell apart I think there's some conspiracy theories out there as to why that happened. Um, and then in 17, you know, we had pretty much three costly fumbles that led to all their points. And if we take away those, then we end up probably, I think that would have probably been what Lunsford's first victory. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Um, as, a, as a head coach, um, which have been pretty sweet. Uh, but that didn't happen. Um, now uh, we, un- you know, we're in the situation now where they're up 
um, a game in this series, which is very, very um, frustrating and, and kind of bewildering at all at the same time. Um, but we have to win this game. I don't see any way around it. We just have to win this game. I mean, I'm, I, I can't stand the, I mean, I don't even want to call them a football yeah. program because they're not. They're not. It's a joke. Um, I mean, it's it's literally it's literally yeah. like the troll on Twitter. I mean, they are they're they're. I mean, they and they have trolls on Twitter. But I mean, their their team is is literally like the troll of <laughs> of our existence. And and you know, it's it's the troll that gets on your skin because they have that to hold over our head. I mean, you you can't argue with with stats and facts. And and the fact is, they own the series right now, and they shouldn't. And again, you can point to all those situations of of why that is. Um, but you know, this, this is a much different football team, you know, uh, you know, uh, aside from all the stuff we talked about with, with the injuries and the depleted O-line, um, and all the off field stuff that we've had to deal with that, you know, collectively no other team in college football, frankly, has had to deal with. Um, but, but still, this is a very different, much better football team and a much better coach football team than than the ones that you know gave them losses yes I know Fritz was involved in that one but you you kind of alluded to what was going on there you know he was on his way out to Tulane so it, it, it's just different is, is what I'm trying to say so I, I just I, I I can't even think of of how I'll feel if, if we lose this game frankly yeah you know? I know and the thing is, this is actually probably their best it football is. team they've had it since is. 2014. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and, and that's the thing. Um, it's, it's it's a good team. This isn't, I mean, the the joke of the program that we're, we're used to facing, um, whether we, you know, destroy them, you know, the, there in Paulson North, um, or, uh, you know, whether it's the, the baseball stadium they play in or, or the Georgia Dome in that in that first meeting. Um, yeah, this, this it's a good team. It's a good team that you know if if we do take them lightly, if we're not prepared for them, if we have some of those mental lapses like we talked about that we had against Arkansas State, yeah, this team will beat us again, and and they'll um, you know go up another game in the series and and be three and zero against us in Paulson. Yeah, that just that just irks me bad. I hate it. I hate it to even to even contemplate that 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 we would not have a victory against them in our own stadium, considering how well. You know our our home winning percentage is. You know we just don't lose right. here. Um. So, yeah, we got to get it. Um. But I mean, it all starts and ends with Dan Ellington. Yeah. So team. I'm glad you mentioned that. So that is kind of the the big headline here, right? So Dan Ellington, uh, obviously their star senior quarterback. Um. You know he. Uh, gets injured against uh, ULM um, and you know go, goes out of that game. Um, they end up uh, losing that one forty-five to thirty-one. Everybody thinks that uh, you know he's probably done for the year. At least uh, you know done for for several weeks. That, that uh, you know was, uh, was first reported, I think, as like a knee like sprain. Um, then uh, it was revealed that he tore his ACL. Um, and then we, you know, obviously don't expect him to play, uh, the next week against a ranked app team. Um, he ends up playing in that game. Um, and then they play him again. Uh, you know, they, they obviously lose that game. Um, you know, again, blown out of the second half, uh, losing 56 to 27 and then, uh, go on to, um, host, uh, South Alabama and, and, and beat them 28, uh, to 15. Um, but, 
you know, Cody, you know, this, this one's interesting because, you know, certainly not taking anything away from the kid, you know, the kid wants to play, you know, you, you've seen him in, uh, in interviews and, and on Twitter saying, you know, how much he wants to play. And, and that's what you expect. You know, he's a competitor, but for their head coach, uh, Sean Elliott, uh, in, in my opinion, to still have this kid out there, uh, with this type of knee injury, um, I don't care how you know severe it is, right? Uh, ACL is ACL. I think it's borderline criminal. I, I just really do. I mean, I I, I think I, wow. I I do. I've I've been thinking. I mean, I I think it is completely and utterly inexcusable. And I know that's you know a hot take, but I mean, I I, I think it's borderline criminal. And you know, this this is a senior kid. It's a kid that you know may even have a shot. Um, you know, if, if, if completely healthy at the NFL, uh, if, if not, maybe he has, you know, a, a chance to, you know, prolong his, his football playing career, you know, elsewhere in, in, in Canada or the XFL, who knows. Um, but you're not you're not just talking about jeopardizing this kid's, you know, uh, playing career um, after college. You're talking about possibly changing his life. And I know this isn't a head or neck injury or anything like that or, you know, uh, you know, um, slide him through concussion protocol when when he shouldn't be playing or, or something like that, but you know, still, you know, if if he injures his leg, uh, worse, you know, it it could potentially affect him for the rest of his life. You know, where where he's not where he's you know hampered by that forever, and and you know, and 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 never really the same. And so, I, I just I I I think it's completely inexcusable for uh coach Elliott to to have this kid out there um I, I just really do I don't care what I mean obviously we're not in the training room we're not seeing the MRIs and all this kind of stuff but if, if it truly is an ACL and you've certainly seen where you know where he's limited you know he's a mobile kid and, and he's he's been completely immobile uh the last two weeks um you know uh, limited to being just kind of a pocket passer uh, which doesn't obviously work in his favor, but um, I, I just think you can't, you know. And then you kind of have him as a sitting duck out there. I just, I, 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 I feel for the kid. I, I know. I mean, he's he's a competitor. He's a great player. Um, we certainly still have to worry about him. Um, but I, I think it's shameful what what Ellie is doing to him. Yeah, I mean, you make great points there. You you really do. Um, this isn't the first time. It's rare. But this isn't the first time that that an athlete has played with a with a torn ACL. Um, I think there's been the the rare occurrence. You know, you see an NFL player do it from time to time. You don't know the severity of the tear either. They they obviously aren't going to release that information. Um, so you don't know just how, you know, just how bad it is. Um, I do agree that he does pose a a, a huge risk by leaving him out there. Um, he is a sitting duck. I mean. Think about it. this is this is a very violent game, and on top of that, you put in a, an athlete out there that's you know somewhat injured. You know the defense, or at least the defense, should kind of pin their ears back and say, "All right, let's go get this. Let's go get him." Um, he's not one hundred percent. We know where his weaknesses are at. Um, he's not going to outrun us. He's not going to be able to cut. You know that's kind of the main thing with ACL. You can't really cut or really kind of do anything drastic to that right. joint. You know he. You know if we can get pressure on him and and, and continually, I think blitz kind of like how we did probably like the second half of the Arkansas State game, um, and either force him to either make quick decisions and quick throws and and, and see how they handle it, um, or 
hopefully we'll have a, a, a school record in sacks if they keep them yeah, out. Yeah, and, and you expect um, and you expect us to go, you know, all out against them, right? I mean, because because I mean, yeah, he, he's out there. It's fair game. Like it's just it is what it is. And again, that's that's why it's kind of so frustrating um, that you know, in my opinion, that Elliot's doing it to him because he he's going to go out, he's going to give it his all. But you 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 have to know as as a head coach what you're risking there and and is that is 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 what you're risking really worth a couple more wins and and possibly saving you know yeah i mean what if what if he takes the wrong step he tries to cut or you know that that instinct just kind of takes over and he and he just plants his foot wrong and now instead of you know or just us turning him i mean i mean he blows out he just he like he just blows out his knee at that point because of the the pre-existing injury that he already has i mean you're right. He does pose it does pose a greater risk of, of greater injury to that to that knee, and you're right to be concerned yeah. with him. Um, but you know, apparently, and I think it's kind of been shown. You know, I don't think Elliot really has much of a choice here. I don't think his no. It was a freshman, really... and he certainly didn't. Yeah, when when he stepped in against ULM, didn't do much. Um, so I mean, that's obviously the concern, but again, I, I don't know if that's, uh, is, is that really an excuse, Cody, when you're talking about a kid's future? Um, I guess for coach Elliot, it is. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you saw it on her own, uh, you know, uh, obviously not to the severity and, and, you know, it, it wasn't, I mean, well, you, you certainly saw the quarterback position with, with words being held out and, you know, perhaps he was held out longer than, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure than, than he would have liked. Right. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm sure he, he wanted to probably play, um, you know, a lot sooner than he did. Um, and we certainly saw with, with Vildor, you know, arguably our, our best player on our team, um, you know, who, uh, Lunsford said, you know, wanted to play, could have played, um, against, uh, ULM, uh, but they held him out for precautionary reasons. And, you know, that's, in my yeah. opinion, that's what a good responsible coach does. I mean, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Um, I, you know, it, it's hard to, to kind of, to really throw forth an opinion on it um without knowing the severity of it again it's 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 not it's not even a competitive thing like trust me of course like we we would rather face the the freshman kid i don't even know his name you know (laughs) we we, we'd rather face him um than ellington but but i mean uh it's not about that i mean it's 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 more as 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 lunsford always says it's, it's more than ball it is it is um i'm just gonna take it on a on a on a leap of good faith and I know that's a lot to say out of anybody associated with the Georgia State program, but I'm just going to take it on a leap of faith that that it's not as bad or the severity of that tear is not as terrible as what it sounds. I think maybe it could just be a partial tear where it's still kind of connected and he can still kind of do some things, and it's it's not as bad as what you know what you typically hear of that injury because you know you hear that torn ACL, you hear that you think it out, think it out. Nine right, to twelve sure. months, and I was talking so, to my dad about it, who's who's in orthopedics, and, and he was saying even even if it is a partial tear, I mean that he he wouldn't recommend anybody being out there, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know of any doctor that would recommend to go out there right. and play on it. That's that to me is is that that to me is the biggest question is 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 do their team physicians actually say yep there's he's no okay way. I mean good it, to go it, what what my dad was saying was was no way that anybody you know who was credible uh you know and and reputable would 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 say that uh, with with any kind of tear I mean even if it was a minor tear 
um, because of of the nature of the game and 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 this position and you know way, the way especially he plays this position he's a mobile guy I mean yes this has limited him and and you've seen him again be you know more in the pocket um, but like you said yeah all all it takes is for the instincts to kick in in that one split sec- second and have kind of a, a misjudgment um, or us you know one of our players uh, you know. Uh, you know, taking him to the ground wrong or, you know, um, you know, get, yeah, get twist, in a twist. Yeah, exactly. Gra- grabbing his arm um, when, he, when he tries to maybe elude or step up in the pocket, grabbing his arm, slinging him down. There you go. That's all it takes. So yeah. um, I just I just don't think the risk is worth the reward, which is, you know, uh, the risk being this kid's future. It's not, but he's also not the only weapon that they have on this team. They got a running back on there that's really. They good sure too. do, and, and 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 Trey Barrett, so uh, our Barnett, Trey Barnett, yep. and uh, he had 23 carries for 128 yards and a touchdown uh, with a long of 32 yards um, against uh, South Alabama in that 28 to 15 win. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I think Cody, I mean, the key, obviously, it's always going to be like the quarterbacks, but I I think with this game um it uh, almost kind of like the ULM game where and really the the last uh couple of teams we've seen have had all really good running backs but you had that 1000 yard rusher um with ULM and, and we talked about you know stopping him is kind of the, the, the you know step one and then you kind of make Evans beat you and kind of contain him maybe put a spy on him don't let him get a lot of yards on the ground make him beat you through the air and then that's how we beat that team, and and, and we kind of saw that, right? We shut them down. Um, we shut yeah. we shut that kid down, and then uh, and, and really shut Evans down, um, both on the ground and through the air. So uh, I think same thing here. If if, if you can contain, uh, you know, uh, Barnett to you know around you know sixty yards or something like that, um, you've got a really good chance to win. And then obviously with with Ellington not really being able to keep those plays alive as much. As, as, as he did earlier in the season before the injury um, and, you know, again, get pressure on him, um, make him, you know, force some balls, get some turnovers, get some sacks. I, I think we have a really good chance. I think so too. I mean, I think that needs to be the, the game plan. Stop the run. Um, and then when they pass, you, you, you blitz, you just, you know, you have disguise your blitzes. You come at them from all sides um, you bring more than they can block. Sometimes you just bring five, and you just kind of hide who the fifth um, rusher is, and you just kind of get after it. And you just you just play aggressive. I don't think they really have any receivers here that that really scare me too much. Um, the top receiver has 590 yards um, on the year, four touchdowns. Um, the receiver with the most touchdowns is actually their tight end. It appears with yep. six. Um, but he's only had 12 receptions, so that looks to be probably somebody that they use maybe in a goal line or red zone sort of a thing and that kind of uh, those kind of plays. But, you know, kind of – I know Sloan likes to play the, the zone defense, um, but I think it kind of has to kind of go like we did with Arkansas State, kind of blitz, show, maybe do a little man or go to like, you know – and, and just kind of get after it and, and do put it pressure early. On. I mean, I, I think and that's the key. Yeah, do it early. Yeah. yeah, don't wait. Don't and don't and it doesn't matter where it is on the field, right? Like, you know, if we happen to turn the ball over, screw it. Don't don't play that soft zone and only rush three or only rush four. Like, just be like, all right, fine. We're just gonna come after him on the very first yeah. play. You know, if they throw it deep, they throw it deep. But by goodness, he's only gonna have less than two seconds to throw the ball. Yeah. You know. 
And then, and then you know, obviously offensively, I think, you know, kind of like we're, uh, I would, again, kind of maybe like to see a little bit more of the up-tempo, especially if they're struggling with our run game. We've seen teams, you know, have huge uh, games against them on the ground um, this year. You know, they're giving up uh, 205 yards a game um, on, on the ground and then uh, 253 uh, through the air. Um, so, you know. Yeah, I to me, I just and I don't mean yeah. to cut you off here, but when I look at kind of these season stats here on on how how other teams have done against rushing and, and all passing, I kind of take it with a grain of salt because everybody's going to game plan differently right. for us. And they yeah, do we we else. mentioned that last you know, week. Yeah. So, you know, Arkansas State, of course, they pull out the four man front. You know, they they had a specific way that they wanted to attack the triple option. I'm sure. Coach Elliott and, and Georgia State have the same thing as well, that they're going to have a specific attack against our option offense that, you know, they wouldn't pull out against anybody else this whole season. Um, well, well, I'll take that back. They did play Army and they did play Furman. So maybe we can look at those two games to see kind of how they attacked. But um, usually you don't – a team will only face a triple option team once and their uh, defensive schemes are a lot different than anything else that they do all right. season. Yeah, and, and we know this team has obviously, uh, you know, struggled against when we are running the option, you know, and and running it well, you know, in the past. Um, again, with uh, you know, the depleted offensive line, um, you know, it will will kind of be able to tell with the, you know the first you know drive or two, maybe you know how how this game is going to go. Not the first drive. We Not know fir- it's going to be dive, a dive, dive, dive. Yeah, <laughs> dive, dive, dive. Um, but you know, so. We should start off with a wheel route. Just do a wheel route to Kennedy first play. Just see I what agree. happens. Yeah, I, I I would love that. And then again, if if he hits it, um, and it doesn't go for a score, then yeah, get up to the line quick. And then then you hit him with a dive. Yeah, I'd say with with King, hit if him King's with a dive or, him, yeah. or or hit him with yeah. the triple. You know, just say you know where it just goes. You know, triple triple or something like that. And it's all right. We're gonna we're actually gonna run the triple and yeah. see what happens. I don't know. So let's uh, let's, I don't uh, know. We're, we're just, just fans, fans um, but we're not quitters. Not quitters. <laughs> um, on that, let's quit the show with some predictions. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice segue. So, yeah, are you going to do a score this time, or are you just going to do win loss? Um, sure. I think we get pressure on them. I think I think we don't sit back and 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 let Allenton just be comfortable in the pocket. Um, we come after them. We come after them early. We come after them often. Um, I th- so far this year, we have actually outside of the Troy game, we've actually kind of done really well with a rushing defense. We held Arkansas State to less than a hundred. Um, we held ULM less, I think, to a hundred as well. Um, you know, if our rush defense shows up and we stop them and 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 we and we play aggressive, uh, I think we win the game. I don't think they really score too much. Um, and I think we win it probably something along the lines of uh, 27-13 or 31-20 okay. is what I would okay. say. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think just emotion is going to, you know, uh, play a big part in this one. Um, I, I think the guys know that there still is a lot to play for. I think, you know, we've always – played pretty well on senior day um you know we've we've certainly seen that even even when summers was here right um and and and, and probably saved his job with with that win over troy um in, in that first year but um I, I i think i think that i think you know the whole team not just the seniors will be 
playing for the seniors. Um, you know, you'll have guys like uh, like Brinson Vildor, uh, Tyler Bass, you know, who got emotional on, on the coaches show. You know, I, I think guys like that are going to have big days. Um, and, and, and really, I mean, there's no reason not to be amped up for this game, right? I mean, you, you're hosting your rival. Um, you're, you know, trying to, to bounce back from last week. You're trying to secure a bowl. Um, get to seven wins, uh, you know, snag the, the, the bragging rights from them, um, you know, maybe send them to a worse bowl. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a lot to play for. And I, I think we'll be ready for it. Um, hopefully, you know, the crowd's going to be good. Um, I'm not sure you checked the weather report yet. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually supposed to be okay, sunny. So, so there you go. Uh, it's supposed to be like I think high seventy four. Low is supposed to be sixty. Last time I saw, it's supposed to be there a nice go. day. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I mean we we've you know it's kind of it's kind of odd to that. say, but we got to figure we out got, a way to play we well do. in good weather. <laughs> we do, and and yeah, like all all jokes aside about the weather thing. I mean, uh, we we want a big crowd. So I mean, hopefully, you know that forecast stays true um and you know we we get that crowd even uh you know obviously with the with the students is going to be difficult after the holiday and then people traveling all this kind of stuff but hopefully you know eagle night uh, eagle nation um shows up and and the team shows out um and i i think they will i think we get the win um i think you know we we get you know some of those scores that we didn't see against uh arkansas state you know i, I think maybe not a special team score um i think we get a different Defensive score in this one. I think we get a pick six. I'll say we get a thirty-one points too. I, I say we thirty-one to twenty-one. I'll say. As difficult as this season has been to sit there and say that we finished second in this division ahead of ahead of state and ahead of Troy. I know, and uh, I, I want to talk about 20. that. Yeah, I, I kind of want to bite my tongue a little bit until after after this week. But 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 yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, I, I certainly thought about it. I mean, obviously we we there's, always there's we always we always think... look ahead. But I mean, obviously, like if if we had beat Arkansas State, um, you know, now with this game playing for our eighth win, but still playing for our seventh win, we talked at the beginning of the year of of you know realistic expectations with you know the the season that we were facing. You know, just just the nature of the the schedule. And not obviously knowing all the other stuff that was going to transpire. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was where right. this healthy. Yeah. And, and we were saying six to eight wins. We said six to eight wins. Yeah. So now now yeah. we got a chance to be right in the middle of that again with all that other stuff that we you know couldn't have accounted for. So you know that's and and again it's 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 hard in the moment. Obviously, I mean the, the losses are always going to sting. Um, but yeah, when you kind of put everything in perspective and and and, and look back at that, and you're like, well, actually, um, you know, so, so yeah, so plenty to play for, and, and let's just beat this community college. Yeah, let's beat them. I'm I'm tired of of losing. Let's shut up the house. one guy it's, with it's the twelve sh- Twitter accounts. Um, <laughs> ben yeah, <Moore>. let's yeah, <laughs> let's been more up. Um, let's have a good showing, you know, everyone get your phones out and take plenty of pictures and all tweeted a bit more, um, and, 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 and show and show, you know, show, yeah, that we know show, how to do yeah, show their dozens of fans, um, what our, uh, you know, uh, thousands of fans, tens of thousands of fans, um, can do, uh, when, when, you know, they band together and show what, what Eagle Nation's all about. So, well, not only that, but this group of seniors really need to be sent off the right I way. Agree. I mean, they yeah. just really do. They, they, you talk they, about a group. You talk about out. a group that what if they were redshirt freshmen? They they experienced the bowl right with GoDaddy. Um, a few of them, well, maybe. I mean, they yeah. stuck through it. 
right. three I mean, coaching staffs. How easy staffs. would it have been? Yeah, how easy would it have been to transfer it out? You know, look at look at you know the talent that is Vildor and Brinson. How easy would it have been them for like peace? I'm going to yeah. go somewhere else. You know, and but no, they stuck it out. They they stuck with the program, and you know here they are. You know, great careers here at Georgia Southern. Um, Bass as well. All the other seniors. Let's send them out the right way. Let's get a big crowd there. Let's cheer them on to victory, and let's finally get back to at least an even. I can't believe I'm saying that. I never thought I, I would ever say let's get back I to know. being even in this series. Well, I mean, even even oh, even Lunsford gosh. said in the coaches' show that you know he's like I I hate that we even have to call it a rivalry. We do because of, because of that. But he's like you know and and then uh, Danny Reed asked him you know how do you correct that win, you know so let, let's let's win yeah and. Yeah, let's I mean, win. That's that, that that's all you can say. So um, let's do that. Let's uh, pick it up next week, and you know, hopefully, be talking about uh, you know what bowl we'd like to see us in. Um, you know, after after basically being guaranteed a spot, let's hope we're not backing in as a six and six team. Um, you know, in, in, into a bowl. Let's let's hope we can get to seven wins and uh, and and spend. Next week, talking about how we, uh, you know, even the series annihilated that community college, um, you know, shut them up, had a great attendance, um, and, you know, is, is second in the East, and then uh, start talking about uh, bowl destinations. Sounds right. good, Matt. Southern Nut State, hail Southern Cody. Hail Southern, Matt. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gotatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gatatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, gotta and hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.